Excuse me, what is going on here? But first we're going to make a little detour. So absurd, so questionable. Yeah, I guess we're just the weirdos. Expect the detour. Talk so quiet and dainty. So. Oh, oh! Hello, everyone. I'm talking. <laughs> this is how I normally talk. I gotta switch my voice around to talk into the mic. <laughs> like you, like somebody with multi personality disorder. <laughs> Howdy there. <laughs> you come here often, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh Evan, you brought your here all you the brought time. your mistress. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Evan's mistress. How long have y'all known each other? Oh, it's been about some uh, 20 something years. And what was your name again? Oh, Bethesda. <laughs> thought so. Bethesda, you're quite a round gal. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> they they like to call me a well-rounded where I'm from. Cause and where is I that again? Uh, that is Gary, Indiana. <laughs> yes. Gary, Indiana. Oh. I imagine most people from Gary, Indiana look like you. It's been so long since I've been home to Gary. Is it because you lost both legs to diabetes? That's That was the start of it. I couldn't get back because my heart couldn't make it. Because the diabetes had taken over. Mm. It's infected every part of my body. From my heart to my lungs to the outreaches of my extremities. Now, Evan did will you in here in a hospital bed. Yes. Was he supposed to take you from the hospital? His will is just so strong. Uh, <laughs> he could will me anywhere he wanted to. He's weirdly supportive. I've never known him to be that supportive of a guy. Yes, yeah. he's a strong and caring and gentle young man that always oh, thighs are just Ooh, so you're starting to sweat. Juicy and meaty. And <laughs> he makes me feel things. <laughs> things that I shouldn't. But that's why I love him. Is there anybody waiting at home for you and Gary? Oh, Gary. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> I thought it might be. Of that makes sense. Now, is Gary your dad, your brother, husband, maybe? Where does, where does Gary fall on your family tree? I would consider him more of a caretaker or a, a figure which controls my life in a way that I have no real freedom. <laughs> oh, I think she's going. I think she's dying. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice of Evan to be so quiet and let you just... Speak your voice, you know? Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of respect from Evan over there. He's, he's a very, very lovely little young gentleman. <laughs> Everyone should You are him. very old. <laughs> oh, are you 76? Uh, Everybody's young to you. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone should give Evan a little bit more credit for what he does in this world. <laughs> he's just... He's so good to you and you you as well, Zachary and Alan. You're just no better friend in the world is what I hear. Everyone should just give Evan money is what <laughs> is what I, I say. I say that every day. Give Evan money. You should say other stuff. <laughs> no, you should no, say other no. things. No, it's in line with my morals. When you die, are you going to leave Evan anything? I'm going to leave him my, my amputated legs. Oh, God. <laughs> Okay. Where do you have those right now? I, I leave them on top of my mantle to display as a sort of victory trophy. I would say maybe those would be a little bit of a loss. Yeah, kind of a loss to... Less of a victory. Loss to diabetes and a loss to your body parts. One man's trash is another man's treasure. That's, mm. that's what they say. I don't um, want to imagine what... Diabetes legs. I want to imagine who treasures some old fat diabetes <laughs> legs. <laughs> is it true that if you count the rings on the inside of your legs, it'll tell you how old you are? <laughs> 
if you can get past the dog bite marks that, <laughs> where they took a chunk out of my leg, then yes, you can see the rings that talk up to my age, count up to my age. Well, I called you 74. There's at least 93. Yeah, well, age is a figure. You know, it's, it's a part of your imagination. Age is just a number. Mm-hmm. And that's what I say to all my young suitors. It's it's age is just a number. So there's more than just Evan? Yeah. How does Evan feel about that? Oh, he's an understanding, uh, virile young man. Oh, God. Wow. Well, <laughs> 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 Bethesda, thanks for stopping by. This has been very, very enlightening. Seeing a different side of Evan. It's very kind of him to bring you to the Yeah, I, I mean... I guess he had you this week. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> hey, guys. Um, hey. How's, uh, how's it going? Oh, you uh, just got off, off the conversation with uh, your mistress Bethesda. Oh, that lively old witch. <laughs> yeah, you she know... She seems to have uh, casted a little spell on you, it seems uh, like. You know, you know how to pick them. Only in my heart. And uh, physically. He only picked her because she can't run away. Mm. That's right. <laughs> she can only wheel away, but even then, it's not very fast. Yeah. You're able to catch up to her. Yeah. I got to take her most places. <laughs> Welcome to Question with Detour. We've, we've gotten enough listeners on social media platforms that we have, we have comments. So we're going to read a couple of these comments here and kind of maybe give it a picture of what, <laughs> what kind of people <laughs> have decided on giving us their time. I think most of the people that we attract are like uh, a wide range between like scholars yeah. And I've seen a couple um, of mathematicians, it looks like. Mathematicians, uh, some meteorologists, but also kind of the, the common uh, the common trailer park folk, probably. <laughs> Basil T and memes on TikTok. I just started listening to your podcast. Love it. Well, thank you, Basil T. Tell your friends. Get other people into this almost cult that we're trying to start here. We, we want to take over people's lives, take over people's minds. We had one of our... Uh, one of our valued listeners, a young man by the name of Taco. <laughs> uh, Taco writes in and says, I love this. I would buy many kneecaps, please. Thank you, thank you. I'll feed them to my grandma. Taco, we want to reach out to you as three medical professionals, smartest in our field. Please do not feed kneecaps to your grandma. I don't know the nutrition value of, of patellas, but some tells me grandma's body won't be able to hold up yeah. to the diet of purely kneecaps. Yeah, speaking of grandmas, we have one from uh, username Door. It says, nah, I pushed my grandma down the stairs for free money. <laughs> crazy face, crazy face, tongue sticking out face, laughing emoji, hearts, pain emoji. Did he just did he just <laughs> admit to an assault? <laughs> Sounds like it. Sounds like who who was the that? Police was that? got a hold of this. That who, was Door. Door. Listen, Door. Uh, if you ever need rep- representation while going through the uh, judicial system, which I assume you will after pushing your grandma over, call us. We're we're almost lawyers. I got one right here, um, Madeline. Uh, she says, "Are we just going to ignore the dude who just turned black?" <laughs> I remember that comment because yeah. I commented, we don't ignore black people. Yeah. Which, you never ignore black people. Which, I think it should be everybody's stance. Ghost on TikTok comments to our Waterburger TikTok, I want it in battery acid. <laughs> some people some people have very particular taste. My favorite is from The Big Mick. Uh, he says, 
Yo, I just Benghaz your podcast. <laughs> it's so funny. And we want to encourage everybody, get in there and just Benghaz it. Benghaz that thing. <laughs> you can never Benghaz too much. Yeah, that's right. That's the quality of people that we draw in. Somebody Benghazes. And if you do get in there and you Benghaz it, you drop us a comment and you let us know that you just Benghazed it. So, matter of fact, everybody go, if you're listening to this, get on your cellular device right now. You guys get on it. Go to all of our videos and comment Benghaz. <laughs> just do it. I wonder if people even know that we're saying binges. Like, do this. <laughs> like, should we get the context? Our, obviously our intelligent listeners, or our intelligent listener that commented this meant to say binges, but he misspelled it a little bit. That's fine. Um, kind of butchered that. Who among us uh, hasn't, hasn't misspelled yeah, something? Fat fingered or something. Yeah. So, Lousy Fan comments to the question, what would you do if you would not to be judged? He, he says, the things I would do, I would go to a public place in a pizza costume, okay, mm-hmm. and basically assault people. That's what I am <laughs> talking about. Because nobody out pizzas the hut. <laughs> lousy Fan, if you're out there, go for it. This is your, what, your sign, your sign off from Questionable Detour. We, go we be assault people. <laughs> That's basically what Zach is saying. Yeah. Is assault people. Green light. <laughs> Take off. All systems are go. Uh, you could begin your assault. Well, all right. Uh, TikTok, go comment. If you want a hypothetical to be asked and we answer, go to our email, questionabledetourpodcast at gmail. And if you need advice, send us advice there. We'll be answering advice today from people that have written in on the email. But uh, let's do some hypotheticals. Dave, can I pose a somewhat abstract, purely hypothetical question? I guess I, I want to apologize for asking a hypothetical question. Well, that's a hypothetical question. All right, so for our first hypothetical here, we got, how would you handle a situation at work where you were asked to execute a task that went against your morals? So somebody asked you to do something that ethically you didn't stand for, which we all have some pretty strong morals and ethics in this room. Mm. We would never do anything amoral. We sit on high moral horses. Yes. And I think ethnically, too, though, yeah. <laughs> we're, good. Uh, we're, we're good on that front, I think. <laughs> Ethically and ethnically, yes. Okay, good, 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 good. Though, I, if I may say, the diversity at Quest of Tour very Lacking. has a slant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lacking. has a slant. Sure. Probably need to do some diversity hires. Mm-hmm. Yeah, getting some lawsuits about that one. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind a black Evan. I think that would really add he, a I lot. I think he could work. Yeah. yeah. I also wish I was a black Evan, but <laughs> what do you do if you have to say do something immoral? If somebody asks me to do something immoral maybe i'm sitting in my cubicle a couple of suits come over all hush mm. hush you know we've got this we want you to do this task this job i immediately stand up and start looking around like i'm in a documentary <laughs> i'm looking for hidden i'm looking at hidden cameras and i'm pointing at them and i'm saying you hear what these people are saying this is what they want me to do and then it immediately cuts to an interview of me and i'm like so that just happened <laughs> It's just you in a it's, random room. It's, it's just it's just me doing my own side interview. Wait a minute. Are there actually any cameras or are you just pantomiming there, a documentary? There are no cameras. I'm not going into another room for the talking head. I'm doing it all in front of these people. You're just you're basically switching personalities uh-huh, mm-hmm. in the cubicle. Yeah. yeah. 
I can see why they might want you to be like the fall guy if they're they're asking you to do something that they know is going to fail, mm-hmm. and then you're just kind of like the scapegoat because they will probably want to get rid of you because you're well, I, schizophrenic. Yeah, uh, scapegoat is actually one of my personalities. Yeah. How oh. does that How does that play out? Uh, get down on all fours and start hitting kicking people and, like yeah. I, and, and kicking. <laughs> Start eating random papers. You eat a lot of cans. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of cans. <laughs> <laughs> so the suits come around. And they go, I hate, I need you to fire Belinda. And Belinda is a single mom. Mm-hmm. Doesn't, doesn't have any other job prospect. And you find that immoral. You stand up and go, ladies and gentlemen, what you see here is the height of evil. And you're looking off into the distance as if you're looking into a camera. Mm-hmm. You pull out a microphone. You turn around. And you say, sir, what do you have to say about the, yourself here? That's basically what you do? Essentially, yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> your face goes blank. You turn around, sit down in the chair, and you get ready for a talking headshot mm-hmm. as if you're, <laughs> you're getting interviewed. And I talk about it like it's something that happened like months ago. <laughs> I'm like, I remember that day. <laughs> There I was, just sitting at my cubicle, <laughs> minding my own business. <laughs> Your boss is just sitting there Filling watching out. this. <laughs> Who are you talking to? And yeah. I knew that day my life was going to change. And see, when they ask me to fire somebody, um, it's such a traumatic thing for me that Belinda becomes one of my personalities. Oh, okay. So, okay. So you basically like take her soul. Well, you're like a soul eater. Yeah. yeah. So basically, yeah. So essentially what it inevitably happens is you fire everybody through this method and slowly you become each personality mm-hmm. in the entire office. So eight o'clock rolls around, you punch in the clock 52 times for 52 different people. Mm-hmm. And throughout the day you do each of their jobs at their own location? Yes, and it takes me so long to get to my desk because every time somebody says hey to me, I have to then become that other person and yeah. respond back to them. Yeah. It's, it is a nightmare because you run into one of those guys like uh, uh, talking Timothy Teller, you know. <laughs> he uh, he always is asking about your weekend, yeah. you know. And uh, talking small Timothy, talk, yeah. big small talk guy. So you have to, I have to be talking Timothy it's it's just it's just a whole thing. You <laughs> then know? you have to know like accounting, sales, mm-hmm. marketing. You have to but know I don't I don't actually know any of that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm doing are... good to get these people's personalities yeah. going. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about. I mean, Belinda's a single mom. Like she's got she's got kids at home. I I have to be her. Like I can't sit here and think about accounting while I've got mouths to feed. You know, it's <laughs> a tough life you live. <sighs> Somebody's going to do it, though. I understand why your business keeps you around, because their profit margins are skyrocketing, because they don't have to hire anybody else. Yeah. You yeah. do everything. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing with profit margins is you have to still be having an income. And if he's the only one making the product... Ooh, you really underestimate uh, Alan and his yeah. 52 personalities. Got to say I do, yeah. So we've got, in my company, in the warehouse, we've got one assembly line. And basically, we just start the product, whatever that might be, on the assembly line. Ooh, maybe, just, he, maybe you're right. He doesn't even know, <laughs> doesn't he doesn't even know the know product he's doing. I just move straight down the assembly line <laughs> doing everybody's job. <laughs> so your your answer is you you take on the personalities of people in your office if you're asked something to do immorally. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I didn't say it was a great idea. <laughs> 
<laughs> you just can't shake the guilt. <laughs> you, just, <laughs> you have to become. It's, it's it's like survivor's guilt, you know. You, you know, you you get the chance to like whenever they come and ask you, and you stand up to face the camera, mm. and you can just shake your head like you're upset. You know. Oh yeah. Like they're yeah. they're not in on whatever you're yeah. you're in on. I'm essentially like the main character in in my uh, in my own narrative there. Yeah. yeah. Like Is there lot. any like romances that go on there? Like you Ooh, and the receptionist? That's a good point. Well, Belinda, obviously, she was a single mom. Uh, or she is a single mom. She kind of had a thing with uh, Kenneth. Now, what is mm. Kenneth? Is he? Kenneth is about a four and a half foot tall man. Okay. Sort guy. It's an interesting um, you turning into his personality, walking around on your knees. Yes. I assume. Yeah, you yeah, you you kinda have to get down on your knees to be Kenneth. Yeah. Kenneth collects uh figurines, a big model plane guy. Yeah, of course. Big it's well, good thing to know he's, about he's into model planes. He's not a big Well, model he's plane into guy. the model planes because he's so small. That's right. That's right. They're just planes to him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Kenneth and yeah, Kenneth and Belinda, you know, they're they're going out uh going out kind of steady right now he's he's met her kids um, okay big hey it's a big step big it's, step a, it's for a huge step small step for kenneth though you know small kenneth. physical step <laughs> he's he's not one for big steps. and just to make guy. sure we're clear on this they went out in real life or they went out in your personalities uh, that is real life evan yeah what are you talking about but it does bring up a good question how do you play two different people on a date at one time you got to be fit because you're moving back and forth yeah, the two sides lot. of the booth yeah. <laughs> um, and I would say one thing is you really have to be confident, though, because inevitably that waitress is going to come to the table. Mm. Yeah. You've got to sell it. You've got you've got one chance to make a good first impression. You ordered two orders of food, mm-hmm. two drinks. You're switching sides of the table yep. in the booth, you know. That waitress never knows what side you're going to be on when she shows mm. up or... <laughs> If you're going to be talking in a feminine voice or a manly voice. She's, she's not going to know. But the, the whole point is you just really have to sell it. What are you selling? <laughs> you, have to, <laughs> you have to sell that you are both people. Okay. I didn't know if Kenneth were some sort of shop owner. That makes sense. <laughs> he may be now because he's yeah. not working there anymore. He's, yeah. He's, oh, Kenneth he's, got he's fired? Actually, well, you know, I had to fire If he's him. acting like him, yeah, then if he's I had, no longer If I employed. had to... If I'm acting like somebody, that means that that person no longer works at the company. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, I understand that. But I've gotten to the point mentally here that once you take over their personality, you are Kenneth. Kenneth no longer exists in the world other than you. He's just out there doing something. Maybe shop owning. Maybe shop owning. uh, Now, what happens if the separate Kenneth meets the Alan personality Kenneth is there kind of like a break in the space-time continuum do y'all wrestle like what happens <laughs> wrestle to see who gets to be good yeah. be the, the final Kenneth we, uh, yeah it's a it's a fight to see who becomes Kenneth Prime <laughs> um, the other Kenneth has to uh, has to go back to his his home and he ne- he's never allowed to leave um, I heard a lot of, of them got lost given in, permission I heard a lot of them get get sent to the Venezuelan jungle <laughs> um, they do, yeah. We put them on a out. very bad, like, not maintenanced plane, yeah. and um, they generally go down over Venezuela. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that takes a lot. It takes a lot of thought and effort to know exactly when the plane's going down. Well, I had to fire an uh, airline mechanic, so. <laughs> yeah. I was, you, you I was un- able to become him. I'm you so unscrew- interested in what your company does. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> 
you unscrew the bolt of a the plane just ever so slightly and be like, mm-hmm. this is this will go over Venezuela. This will go down over That's Venezuela. About Four thousand miles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very nice. <laughs> I like it, Zach. What What do you got? <laughs> I don't know relative to y'all. Good lord. Um, what kind of amoral things are, is your comment? Is your company doing to you? I, I don't know. I don't know if I can top those two things. Good lord. Neither of them were what we said they were. No. <laughs> it, Generally, this we, feels a lot more off than usual. <laughs> <laughs> off, off, I think this is uh, this is uh, QD during the week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cutie weeknights. Uh, we've worked all day and yeah. we are fried. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows where the landing spot's going to be? My answer is so dumb. My answer is basically, oh, if they want me to cook the books, I just erase more zeros than they want or I add more zeros than they want. So they have a, a $3,000 sale. I just add about 10 zeros to it and it's like $3 billion. Is that $3 billion? How many is 10 zeros? I don't think that's the 3,000. 300 billion? That's like trillion, 10 trillion? Yeah, that wouldn't go over well. That wouldn't go over well in the books. That would be the worst. Yeah, I feel like you make that mistake one time. Yeah. And you're kind of gone after that. That's the thing, thing, though. I'm still there. I'm still at this location. I keep on adding. They're like, please cook the books. We We need to hide these sales from the government. You know, from Uncle Sam. And I get in there. I use the eraser. I add zeros. They, Uncle Sam gets the books and they go, this is so crazy. I don't even want to get into this. So if you're hiding sales, then really you're just erasing zeros. You're not adding any zeros. Yeah, but the way you just do it, the opposite of whatever they say. Or like, you just well, do I it just, I think, so incorrectly. I think, yeah, I think really my answer is I just go attention. to the extreme. So if they were like, you need to go fire Belinda. Not only do I fire, I... I, I Assault her. Murder her. Yeah. (laughs) I just, I go to the absolute extreme. If you're going to ask me to do something immoral, I'm going to do something immoral. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like deathly immoral. Yeah. Like completely over the top. You know, if you. They say, like, hey, I need you to go fire her. And you just kind of wink at them, like, oh, okay, I'll (laughs) I'll fire her. (laughs) And then she's an arson victim. So, yeah, burn down our house. Yeah, you want to? You got to cook these books. All right, so you're making a lasagna with like paperwork. <laughs> yeah, so just throwing sauce on all the books. <laughs> Uncle, the government gets there. And not no numbers have changed in these books. They're just like sauce and cheese. Yeah, they're just spaghetti noodles. They're like picking up spaghetti noodles from the. From the books, <laughs> they're like, "This is gross. I don't want to touch these books." And they go away. And my boss is like, "Thank you. <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted. I just didn't need them, you know, investigating around." You just take everything just a little bit too little. A little, a little too. Little. Little. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. By fire, Belinda, I put her on fire. You know, <laughs> if they ask you, like, "Hey, Zach, can you can you fudge these numbers a little bit?" <laughs> And then you're like, boy, can I? Boy, howdy. <laughs> you Let just make a program. batch of fudge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, they like come to your desk to check on you to make sure you're you know, getting the job done. And you like look up and just cocoa powder explodes <laughs> from your head. And you're like, oh, I'm trying to fudge them. 
I'm sitting there like I don't know how. How do you how do you how are you supposed to do this? I've never made much I'm, str- I'm stressed out. There's like cocoa powder everywhere. Milk is spilled over, <laughs> running off my desk. I'm trying to figure out how these guys want me to fudge the numbers. You just make fudge in the numbers, like yeah. a, a fudge in the shape of a one. It's like, is this what you wanted? You want the I fudge, fudge numbers. the numbers. <laughs> uh, if they if they're like, you need to steal some supplies, you know, to pad margins. Mm. Not only do I steal supplies, I rob the bank next door. Mm. I'm breaking mm. in just to be safe. Yeah. Well, you know, they wanted more money. I got them more money. Yeah, yeah. or they say steal these supplies and you just go get bars of steel and you try to fashion them into pins try to fashion them into some staplers you steal these supplies yeah i steal them yeah and then all every supplies that they have is just bars of steel it looks it looks like a 1960s version of what they thought the future would be like it's like the one spongebob episode yeah (laughs) just all metal everywhere i'm like i stole i stealed it i stealed it boss steal Or they're like, hey, Zach, why don't you run these reports? And you're like, okay, I'll do it. You just take off in a in a full sprint around town with binders just in each arm. Manila folders, papers flying everywhere. Yeah, if they're like, please cover up the evidence of this. I just get a blanket and just cover up the one thing that they don't want anybody to find. Yeah. So it's just kind of out of place with just a blanket over it. <laughs> you tuck it into bed, put a glass yeah. of warm milk on the nightstand. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a computer monitor that's still on. You just put a blanket <laughs> over it. And it has like the evidence on the screen. So if they ever took the blanket off, they'd be like, there it is. <laughs> that's it. But under the blanket is just... Some books that were cooked in spaghetti. <laughs> I cooked the books and covered the evidence, you know. That's what I was asked. I don't understand what the confusion was about. Or they could ask you, like, hey, I need, I need you to lie about this. Yeah. 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 And then you just lay on the ground and take a nap. <laughs> I need you to lie for me. All right. Our next hypothetical question. People that are listening, our listeners, know that we are big-time business people. We know a lot about business. Absolutely. Entrepreneurs at heart. Today, I'm going to ask y'all, if y'all were to open up a restaurant, an eatery, if you will, what kind of restaurant are you going to open? Now, the interesting thing about this question, too, is something our listeners don't know a lot about us, because we don't talk about it too much, but... We only talk about us. Yeah, well, no, no, kind of our thing. (laughs) (laughs) But we don't talk about this aspect of us. Okay. And that's that we are just absolute foodies, you know? We do love food, We know most things about food mm-hmm. most of everything so when when we say we're going to open a restaurant you got to understand it's going to be a five-star michelin absolutely caked out restaurant it's gonna be the best food you've ever eaten yeah because we know the most about food out it's of gonna it. rival f- the top french absolutely french absolutely. restaurants you see in paris for sure gordon ramsay will be crying when oh he my sees gosh restaurants. send him home it's because i gave him nipple twists yeah. yeah, it has nothing to do with the no, uh, the, no, no. The food that we have it's, it's the because assault. you gave him just <laughs> yeah. a couple I gave him. big old purple nurples. <laughs> As I was saying, assault won't be the won't just be a seasoning in our restaurants. Um, but the thing that I'm gonna be doing sure. when I open a restaurant is nobody's. I'm not gonna have allow reviews on it. Um, nobody's gonna be able to talk about my restaurant before they enter. Right. Okay. So. 
Sounds exclusive. Sounds yeah, it's fancy, sounds exclusive. exclusive. Got to know um, somebody to get in. It's kind of like Fight Club. You don't talk about Fight Club, yeah. right? So that's how my restaurant's going to be. But what's going to happen is right when you walk in, you open the door, you take that first step in, you're right on the edge of a cliff. Oh, my gosh. Right? Sounds like a very, very specific places you can open up. You didn't think about this before. You're giving me a face of you didn't think about this. <laughs> It'll be built. On a cliff edge. Oh, you could just dig down too. Like it doesn't have to be on a cliff. You could just no, excavate I'm underneath. Build on the edge of the Grand Canyon. Okay, that's so, government. That's government okay, land. It'd yeah. be interesting if you yeah. get that that contract. Yeah, don't you know? You're very have persuasive. a little faith. You're persuasive. <laughs> have a little faith. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. I, I, I can work it out. But anyway, they're gonna walk in. They're gonna. Oh, because they think they're about to step <laughs> off the edge of the horse? cliff. Wait a second. Was he talking to a horse? Oh, you try to stop a horse? Whoa. Was your uh, horse and buggy getting away over there? <laughs> Whoa, Bessie. They're trying to, you know, save their family. They're going to mom arm or dad arm, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the family to yeah, make yeah. sure they don't tip over in the cliff because they're not going to be any guardrails. No, of course okay, not. Okay, but they know where they're going. I mean, the Grand Canyon. That's what I'm does. saying. Oh. That is a good point. They do know they're at the Grand you don't, Canyon. You don't go to the Grand Canyon and then just not know that it's there when you, you walk yeah. into a building. <laughs> well, you, you don't know that you're about to walk into the edge of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got some So fencing. you have like a you have like three quarters of the building just hanging off the edge. Is just no enough floor? to open. No, it's hanging off. That's what he's saying. He's hanging off, so the, hanging edge. off the edge. Oh. So they open the door. <laughs> The edge is right there. Okay, okay. We're on the same page. All right, all right. Same page. Yeah, yeah. So once they walk in and they get the shock value of seeing that they're about to walk off the cliff, we'll have some tables over there that they can sit at. Um, Where they are the tables? Leave. There's no ground. They, they, no they're suspended from the, the roof. <laughs> Just like on ropes? Yeah. <laughs> How do you get to the tables? you got to be like a gymnast. To, to yeah, is there, there like a monkey bar situation to get to the tables? A little bit, yeah. you got to do a... a an obstacle course, you know what those are called, the maneuverability courses, and uh, there's some ropes dangling. You go do like the little foot swinging and get over there, get to your table, get seated. You think it's tough for the patrons? Think about the waiter, waiters, I, I was about to trying say, to I, run food to this. I bet place. there's high turnover. <laughs> I think it'd be cool if they maybe used uh, like zip lines. Yeah, no, I think that oh, yeah. Help. Cool. They yeah. they have zip lines from the kitchen to to get the food. Nobody can leave once they get in there. Oh, that sounds so, <laughs> threatening. No, like you have to eat first because if you walk in and you see this huge cliff, most people are just gonna want to walk yeah, out. But this out. this restaurant is about facing your fears and people that are ah, scared noble. of heights. Hmm. This is where they overcome their fears, but they don't even know knowing, about the without heights. even knowing it. So, so like some people a, are like their fears are like not a factor for them anymore. Ooh. Is Joe Rogan there? Yeah, I was, I was trying to think <laughs> of a Joe Rogan pun. <laughs> but yes, Joe Rogan is our executive chef. Uh, he's your chef? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, no, he's, a, he's, a, he's the host. He's the host of our restaurant. Did you just demote him <laughs> right here? <laughs> no, I, I had a better idea. <laughs> well, I think, I think, you know, he does such a good job. And this is two weeks in a row we're talking about Rogan, but you know he's yeah, always he's always around. Yeah, have us on have us on your show if you want. <laughs> <laughs> but you know he's a host of his own podcast. He's hosted Fear Factor. Why doesn't he just be the host of the restaurant? Exactly. He's he's made for the, the yeah. part, and that way, whenever their fears aren't factored in, he can be there. He has a microphone, kind of going over like, "Oh, look at B- Belinda." Finally making her way across the ropes to her I'm glad table. Belinda could come yeah, to this I restaurant. 
Yeah. A single mom, it's going to be hard to pay for these one top yeah. top class restaurants. And let me tell I you, hope Kenneth paid. For I it, hope honestly, you know, yeah. yeah. This was this was second date material, but <laughs> Alan, I know you know this, but Jack, Zach, this is for you. Okay. Belinda has a crippling fear of heights. Um, I didn't know that actually. Yeah, yeah it's bad. Okay, yeah. so this is she came in and she's winning over her fears here. That's kind of why she got with Kenneth. Because he's so short. Yeah. yeah. It's she, her, it, her fear of height, she can't date a tall guy. It made her, yeah. It made <laughs> oh, her feel more grounded. Okay, he, she's just afraid of tall things. Yeah. <laughs> Not to be on tall things. Well, both. New York is a nightmare <laughs> for her. <laughs> she, sees, she sees a little model town. She's like, I'm, I'm at peace. <laughs> All these small things. So the food at this restaurant really doesn't matter because most people are most likely just going to throw it up anyway because oh just from gosh. fear. Because at the end of it, they may have had the worst dining experience of their life. Maybe. Who's to say? I don't know. Maybe we're just throwing out chicken tenders and french fries. But yeah. um, at the end of it, we we do bungee jump each patron. Oh, cool. That's why they throw up. Yeah, uh-huh. that's uh-huh. why they throw up. <laughs> so, be- it's because inertia yeah. is forcing whatever they just ate out of their stomach as they hit hit that so they right. finally Terminal. conquered their fear yeah and you're like okay now we're gonna human slingshot you yes <laughs> correct we say now you've conquered your fears let's see what you do when you're actually in the moment with the fear mm-hmm. and so we we just drop the table we drop the whole thing <laughs> everybody bungee jumps at one time but they're close together so they hit that that end of that rope and just slap together <laughs> they're probably they're probably just nailing each other on the way back up. like, like a, one of those kinetic ball yeah. games you see on desks <laughs> just banging yeah. against each other <laughs> there's a lot of force i bet i bet they get tangled too <laughs> Oh my god! Like you pull them back up, and there's bloody and bruised, no teeth. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, all yeah. over themselves. Mm-hmm. So that's why people really—that's the reason people can't talk about it because then we get a lot of lawsuits about it. Yeah, a lot um, of NDAs. Have yeah, to be yeah, signed. you have to. There's definitely some legal documents. A lot of so. NDAs, and you know, it, it, people have talked about it that have that have been there. They compare it to the movie The Menu. If y'all have seen that. I have. That's kind of where I thought you were going with this. Yeah. Not a lot of people making out of there. (laughs) Spoiler alert for the menu. (laughs) Now, I like to imagine a poor waitress as pulling an eight-hour shift. She gets to her last table of the evening. (laughs) She's using the monkey bars to get to the table. She finally gets her hanging from the monkey. Whoa. She's sweating. She's got a zip line. <laughs> she, she's got a zip line. How does she zip line and give the, take, the, take the order? That's what I'm saying. They got a zip line from the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, but they say the table hanging. Uh-huh. Zip line from the kitchen to, I guess, the other side. How they get back up, we haven't figured out. I would like to think it's that a, maybe... Yeah. Maybe the kitchen is up higher. Right, yeah. Uh-huh. Their zip line goes down. They just kind of like swing by tables. <laughs> Are you ready for to order your dinner? <laughs> or the, the, back the, the, the old Doppler effect that says they go by. <laughs> Do y'all have any room for dessert? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to hear our special? <laughs> Okay, fine. I accept the zipline. Yeah, that would actually be good. I like the zipline better. <laughs> Do you put pads on the end of the zipline or is there just a concrete wall? <laughs> so it, there's no end on one side 
it actually just swoops back down to like a lower below the kitchen and then there's like stairs to get back up to the oh kitchen. okay so that it's just sense. one continuous thing but at the end there there is no pads it is just concrete <laughs> so they have to try to slow their own momentum Oof. if not uh, there's broken teeth brain that's, damage that's yeah that's fair internal <laughs> bleeding it's whatnot. interesting that you mentioned fight club a little bit earlier because everybody who leaves that place looks like there is a fight yeah, club yeah. Uh-huh. inside that restaurant yeah. i think that's good i think that I, w- I would not eat there personally no it but uh sounds like a kidnapping and well you wouldn't know what it was before you went in so you would you would i'd watch there. a 60 minutes about it though <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not going to your restaurant. <laughs> Come on. Now I know why nobody. you don't want anybody to talk about it. You would have no business. Yeah. You'd miss out on the waitresses. It's a, it's a, and the waiters. It's, a, <laughs> it's like a Hooters situation? No, no, no. no. Like, They're yeah. hot, but you don't see them very quick. You see them very quickly as they go by. The, the, the wait, waiter and waitressing experience of them flying by you with the Doppler effect. <laughs> That's your draw? What That's about the food? Who cares about the food? I'm telling you, you know, you're hanging over yeah. the Grand Canyon. Yeah, you're hanging over the Grand Canyon. <laughs> yeah, not going to your kidnapping. I don't, I don't think so. Bungee jump. It's like an restaurant. Park, you know? Okay. However, <laughs> you want to phrase it legally. There. Do you have anything else? Anything else that's happened in your restaurant? I think we covered it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say so. I don't. <laughs> there is valet. Oh, okay. It's sold. Sold. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming to the restaurant. Complimentary. Uh, do they drive the car off the cliff? <laughs> or does the valet take a hard left? Just <laughs> right off the cliff? <coughs> are the valets just the people that drive the, that ride the donkeys up the side of the Grand Canyon? <laughs> yeah, that's part of the experience is when you're hanging near your table, you just look down and your car's just flying off the edge. <laughs> Crashing, yeah, it's, like, it's like always sunny whenever uh, Mac and Charlie are trying to wreck their car into the thing and they just jump out before. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what the valets do. I was sold. I'm not sold anymore. <laughs> you lose your car and maybe your life. <laughs> it's an interesting restaurant, Alan. What restaurant are you opening up, buddy? So, I'm big on dinner and a show. Yeah, everybody loves a dinner yeah. show. It's great. Everybody loves it. Just a little entertainment while you you munching on your food. You know, I think it's I I, I just think it's uh, something warm. You know about that. Hmm. So, I'm going to take take an idea from a little show called the Jerry Springer Show. Okay. Now, recently we just lost uh, former mayor of Cincinnati and daytime television icon Jerry Springer. He died not too long ago. I actually did not know that. Rest yeah. in peace. Thoughts and prayers to the family. But I think we can capitalize on his death. Yeah. And if anything, you should always capitalize on a death. Mm-hmm. I think so. I I search obituaries uh, daily <laughs> to see whose death I can capitalize on. Right now, I think I, my money's on Springer. So what I think everybody liked about his show is, you know, where he pits uh, crazy people against yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah. But what I think he really left out was the show lacked like a medieval weapon aspect. Oh, yeah. That's fair. And I think it would be kind of cool if while we're eating dinner, we can kind of watch like a live Springer show, but with medieval weapons. He is not the father. They pull out a long sword and a mace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just go at it. I, that's, that's Or maybe a, a jousting situation I like or something the, yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it like medieval... Um, family family values like you know the the son gets all your your 
wares and whatnot. Yeah, like the firstborn son, you know, is yeah. obviously treated better than secondborn. Um, okay. All sons in general are treated better than daughters at this restaurant. Of course. Um, so kind of like... <laughs> the way the world should be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like when you go around the... Um, the table and the waiter stops by, you know, he says, uh, talks to the father first. He asks the father for what he wants to eat. Uh, the father then answers for the mother because the mother's not allowed to speak here. Um, we go, <laughs> we go next to the firstborn, uh, it gives its food. You know, the, the daughters are asked for their food next. Bring out, we bring out a couple of angry people who, uh, have some, have a little paternity issues. The problem is, is that one of them, does, you know, wields a long sword. Uh, the other one, you know, a morning star. Can can I? Let's say I come to your restaurant. Mm-hmm. Is there a dress code, by the way? It is uh, medieval casual. Medieval. Okay. okay, so overall, the theme of the restaurant is medieval. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Okay. Medieval Jerry Springer. I'm going to buy a puppy I don't shirt. know how I cannot or can be more clear. Okay, <laughs> I know. That's no, a, that's a, it we, makes sense. I just wanted to make sure. We need to apologize. We we don't have the imagination and outside the box thought concepts to really wrap mm-hmm. our head around yeah. that's on us yeah yeah i need to, i'm gonna need to get a really frilly puffy shirt for this mm-hmm. so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna come to this restaurant can i call people out can i go in the center the main ring and just kind of look uh, look at the tables and call someone out and fight them like well, is that possible that's how they pick so i don't necessarily have a qualm with any of these patrons mm-hmm. i just maybe i just see kind of an overweight lady i want to fight the lady yeah but what you have to do though because it is in the spirit of jerry springer's show you have to accuse them of like infidelity right. or of being the father of okay, or the yeah. mother of your child. <laughs> so, you know, you come into that ring, you're, you know, yeah, raising your sword in the air or whatever, and then all of a sudden you point your sword at some woman and you're like It's Belinda. But it's probably Belinda. It's probably Belinda. Yeah. Belinda. <laughs> yeah. After the dining experience she had with Kenneth, there's no way she's going back. After that, I'm not sure I want to fight Belinda because she is toughened up. (laughs) She looks like a fighter. She is not afraid to fall. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, you just uh, you challenge you challenge her. Now, is there a requirement to how much mead you have to drink before you Hmm. you do you go up on stage and call anyone out? Uh, Yeah, I think they want. You said mead, not meat. Mead, mead to drink. Can I drink meat? Um, it's not suggested. Uh, <laughs> Can I? You want to be as agile as possible. Um, the mead really, really loosens you up. You're more fluid. Yeah. Um, they say don't drink too much, but you know, do what you want. A little do. too they much. They don't cut you off, honey. Everybody uh, knows their own limits. You know. What is uh? Do you have a name for for this place? Springfest. Spring. Okay. <laughs> lots of lots of college students accidentally <laughs> come to this place. <laughs> Yeah, we get a, we get a lot of people coming there that uh, it's sort of a misnomer. They they don't they don't understand what uh, what the restaurant's about. But generally, most of them leave satisfied. Spring break is a hot time for you, isn't it? Yeah, it it is. It is. Yeah, yeah. Because coincidentally, this is in Panama City Beach. Too. Oh yeah, you kind of yeah yeah. We're actually we set up on a boardwalk. It's an old rickety boardwalk is where we're where we're located at. So you're you're on a boardwalk in Panama City Beach mm-hmm. named Springfest. Yeah, nothing to do with the beach. <laughs> Real a, medieval. I didn't honestly. I didn't even know there was. Is there a beach there? It's in the name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, on I, a boardwalk. How uh, many boardwalks are you? <laughs> I thought that was just like a fun. A fun, ironic name. Oh, oh gotcha, like gotcha. You thought it was like landlocked and... Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, okay. You thought it meant like bored, like 
uninteresting walk. Uh-huh. And you're like, I need to spice this place up. Well, that's why, I mean, that, that's why I got such a good deal on it. Because <laughs> it was such a boring walk. <laughs> it's such a bored walk, you know? yeah. <laughs> People are not saying they're bored on that walk. No, no. Not, not after, anymore. Not not at Springfest. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can see why people would be confused by that. Now, do you sit atop a platform looking down onto the fighting arena as if you are the king of the location? Maybe, maybe you know... Yeah, it's a it's a Commodus from Gladiator situation. Yeah. If I uh, if I'm you know interested in the in the fight, it'll a thumbs up. If yeah, I, I if I think things are you know going poorly, it's a thumbs down. You yeah. Know? If someone loses the the Springer, like you're not the father. Mm-hmm. Um, is there how do I say this gently? A death penalty um, by guillotine by Ooh, hangman? Um, any any type of medieval torture devices. Uh, yeah, um, the person that loses, um, because they don't lose their life necessarily in the in the the melee. Yeah, the arena. Um, yeah. Um, so there is an execution situation, and just can't clean that up. <laughs> is, it, is it like a bar situation? Like you know, some bars will have the bell and they ring and everybody drinks. But here, yeah. <laughs> Spring Fest, they ring the bell. It's like, hey, yeah, and the head lops off. We do and like a, we we do like um, death style based off applause. <laughs> So we've got <laughs> Who wants the we've guillotine? got a guillotine in one corner. In one corner, we've got like an executioner with the black hood on. Yeah, with the big you axe. Um, you've got a DJ just like hovering his hand over yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> clap your hands if you want this one. <laughs> <laughs> we've got a like a, the black plague like jarred away somewhere. Um, that one usually we do not get a lot of people wanting that. They're like, our, that. Our, our people are here for blood. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I assume. <laughs> I assume the health department doesn't really come around your your place too often. No, they don't. We actually because it's medieval themed, and there was no health department in wow, you the old medieval times. Yeah. Um, they don't recognize that. They health we yeah they don't they don't recognize us. We certainly don't recognize them. <laughs> we actually have ironically. Um, the apothecary is the bartender. Oh, know? okay. So, you know. And he wears one of the huge raven hoods. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, yeah. He's the got on the, the old plague beak, plague helmet, Somebody's whatever sick. you call it. They just leech him. I got to blood <laughs> let him. Well, their their medical advice is just uh, have another mead. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You know. Maybe drill a it's hole kind, in his it's, skull. It's a, a light lobotomy. <laughs> yeah, light lobotomy. Uh, my wife is an acting correct today lobotomy. Right lobotomy. there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anytime anybody tries to fight on your show, it's just let's give them a lobotomy, calm them down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, numb them up. You know, I would go to your restaurant for sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't do you know guys, if I would do you guys be think you? Oh, okay. Well, that's that's kind of disappointing. Um, I, just, I really don't want to risk. The do you execution. have do you have a qualm with Evan? It sounds you're disappointed by that. Oh, no. It I sounds think, like you wanted to. You sounds like you were. I was him. hoping that Evan would come in there because I was going to come down from my box. And challenge him. Nice. What weapon would you go for to uh, to incapacitate Evan? I would probably have to go with a longsword. I feel like longsword's a good choice. I, f- I like the longsword. I, mean, I you know I feel like it's easy. Everybody's gonna and say it. But it'll I mean, make it'll make him feel insecure because it's a yeah, longsword. Yeah. He's like, are you saying something about me? Historically, he does. He's he's not great about the little small insecure things. about. Yeah, the I have my he sweats the small stuff. <laughs> Evan, what uh, what weapon would you use to incapacitate Alan? Uh, I like to think I'd use a medium-sized dagger. Um, okay. Just kind of okay. be quick with it. Try yeah. To, yeah. Try to get around his long short swings, you know. Mm-hmm. Try to hit him quick and fast, you know. I like these strategies. I, these yeah, I think it's. I think that's good too. I, I mean, feel I, like 
I think you'd be an honorable, uh, honorable competitor. I, he would. He would throw you. sand in your eyes so fast. Yeah. No, I would not. <laughs> but I would be honored to fight you. <laughs> We are on a beach, so I can see where you would probably get the yeah. sand. That's, it's know. opportunistic it's, at I, that yeah. point. Well, yeah. not even at the beach. I mean, I I carry pocket sand most places. No. <laughs> mm. There's a lot of sand around him. It's just kind of leaking out of his pocket. <laughs> you never know when you're going to need some pocket sand. <laughs> well, that's interesting. That's interesting, boys. When we open up these restaurants, please feel free to anybody listening. Come eat. Enjoy. Enjoy the atmosphere energy and food but uh atmosphere emphasis on the fear yeah a lot of a lot of fear mm-hmm. fear yeah mm-hmm. we like to invoke a, a, a good feeling of fear yeah i don't know what it says about us um despite that people are writing in we did an advice segment last week but the thing is people keep wanting to know how to live their lives so we're going to do another advice segment today. A couple people have written in. And why would it be unethical and immoral to not do it? I think it would be. I, yeah. I think we have we, to there, We it. cannot pass up this opportunity. Yeah. I, and I, just, I don't know what more there is we can say to these people. I feel like we've given them so much advice already. But, I mean, there's a lot of knowledge stored up. In a lot of knowledge. Of uh, we, are, we are three wells mm-hmm. of knowledge. Yep. And people just wellsprings. Just, wellsprings. People just come and... <laughs> Finish the sentence. Yeah, no, hold on. No, keep talking. <laughs> Ooh, boys. Uh, <laughs> listen, <Anyway>. um, <laughs> it's a long day. It's, it's been a long day right now. <laughs> um, anyway, advice. Let's read some. Let's read some emails. How can I help? What can I do? I want to do a nice thing for you. I need help. Our first seeker of wisdom is Eric. And Eric writes in, Hello, Questionable Etor. My name is Eric. I've listened to you, all of your episodes, and you guys always have me laughing. You're welcome, Eric. Yeah, thanks. We love man. bringing joy. I really look forward to what you guys come up with every week. The reason I'm emailing you guys is because I need some advice, as you guys are the wisest people I know of. Mm-hmm. Obvious. What, he's right. At what point do you Good need man. to stop stating the obvious? Good. I think Eric's a wise guy. I, that. I mean, it takes some wisdom to understand who the wisest yeah. people are. It takes one to know one. He continues, while this is a serious situation, I wouldn't mind getting a good laugh out of it to help me relax. Anyway, here it is. My longtime girlfriend just told me that she's pregnant. I am in my third year of college and do not have a job or much money. What should I do to prepare for this baby while I am jobless? And what is a quick and easy way to make money to help provide for my new child? Thank you and hope to hear from you guys, Eric. Big, that's, a, that's a rough situation. Yeah, that's yeah, tough. I mean, congratulations though. I yeah. guess for your uh, for your new kid, Eric. Um, we look forward to hearing how that how that turns out. But uh, any advice for Eric as he brings a new life into this world without any money? Now, let me just go ahead. Oh, it, for people that are listening, Evan, every advice he takes the mic out of the stand. The dynamic of the room really shifts. It does, when he it, does this. The lights. He, st- he takes dim. the con, you yeah. know. He has control of this room. Yeah, lights dim, jazz music starts playing in here. I don't know what that's about. Somebody's smoking a cigarette. Somebody <laughs> can't see where the smoke's coming from. Yeah, it kind of gets kind of smoky. Some of the long ones, you too. Yeah, and Eric, you're in, you're in for a treat. Oh, Eric, I'm glad you came to us with this. It's a it's a tough situation, but it's it's also a, a, a happy situation, of course. But my advice to you would be to just let loose of all your morals. 
all your ethics. Sell your body. Oh, okay. Just really get in touch with nature and with social media and the local old geezers that, you know, need a little friendly escorting, a little friendly love from a young gentleman in his third year of college. Mm. Sell that body. Let what God gave you do some work for you, you know? That's my advice. So you tell him to be a hooker. You want Eric to be a hooker? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> In so many words. Yeah, I mean, you really uh, narrowed it down there. Yeah. but That's called summarizing. Yeah, sell your body. Do you, um, have, do you have a good price point for Eric, maybe to start selling his selling his body on the streets? Yeah, what's he What's he valued at? Third, third, third year college, young guy. So he doesn't have a degree yet. No, but he's yeah. but he's working on it though, which I don't yeah. think plays a big part in no. hooking. No. But it, it's like no. kind of like an internship, you know. You, it gets you some good experience mm-hmm. before you go into the real world. So, I mean, I'd give him a solid what fifteen dollars an hour. Oof! Wow. <laughs> Depends on how good he can weld, I guess. Um, how good his welds are. Maybe that that bumps him up to a twenty. I don't think Evan knows what hookers are. I yeah, I'm kind of wondering. Do you think welders, um, or do you think hookers are just people who weld hooks? Yeah, I think they're uh, they supply the fishing market, and God, without them, gosh, I'm I'm sorry, well, we're sorry we assumed Eric Evan wants you to maybe freelance, yeah, be a making freelance bait order. and tackle. Yeah. Okay, understandable. Got yeah, it. sell your body to a bait and tackle shop <laughs> to really put the labor in. Got you. Um, okay. Make some hooks, become a hooker, <laughs> and really just harness your welding skills. So, so to summarize what you're saying again, just get a job. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that sums it up. I think. Break into the fishing industry. uh, See what see what you can do. All right, Alan. What's uh, what's your advice? So, Eric, you're asking how to prepare for this baby. I think what you need to start off doing is pretending to have your own baby. Pretend that you are growing a baby inside of you, (laughs) and I want you to match the size of your body with your girlfriend's body as the pregnancy continues. So constantly be stuffing your belly with pillows yeah. and and such just to just to make sure you're on track with her. Um, I would say once it gets far enough along, maybe you start complaining a little bit. <laughs> your feet are swelling up. Yeah, yeah. ankles feet are, are swelling, swelling up. up. You just don't feel good. <laughs> you're 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 providing for two. You know, <laughs> you just want some tater tot. <laughs> Just what you just just beg for some comfort foods, you know. Wendy's still open. Start craving yeah. combinations of foods that should scare people. Yeah, yeah. like pickles and mayonnaise. Yeah, <laughs> just and dip then, a pickle in mayonnaise. What you do once you once you go through your uh, fake pregnancy, write a book about it. <laughs> because I think one thing that we don't hear enough of is the uh is pregnancy from a male's perspective that's a good point that's true that's a good point a lot of women have weirdly cornered that market yeah and <laughs> they try to take over the situation yeah which is so and woman of kind them. of all about them yeah if any if i know anything male perspective is not given enough credit in this world that's mm-hmm. right you know? yeah yeah when eric's girlfriend baby mama eventually has the child should eric maybe have a child as well but it's just kind of a greased up watermelon and he raises that greased up watermelon as his own how far does eric take this i think that all depends on book sales okay (laughs) how well did did your initial book sell uh spoiler alert it's gonna do great um so you'll have to come up with that sequel of you raising a yeah that market's small child market's not saturated for no for no. male pregnancy 
perspectives, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's good. No, I agree. But I agree. Cause you know, what women want is someone that will fix their problems. Not, yes. not listen to them. They don't uh-huh. care about you right. listening to their right. problems. No, just they want it. you, they want you to take the first thing that they say, just do whatever they said it was, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and just fix the problem. So by taking on a pregnancy of your own, you're really fixing a problem by learning what the real problems are. And it's like, you know how men tend to do things a little bit better than women. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you There's can a, show her how to be pregnant yeah, better. Yeah. Yeah. You should be like, this is how you should be handling this. And uh, don't be surprised if you hear a lot of thank yous from her. Yeah, yeah that's the first thing you're going to hear is a <laughs> big old thank you. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, my advice to you, Eric, is have more babies. You seem like a virile guy. You're having one, you can have another. Have babies with other women. <laughs> Sell those babies on the black market. You know which baby is the most important to you. The original one. That's right. Have babies with other women. Sell those babies on the black market. You can sell them wholesale. You can sell them full body. You can sell them... Piecemeal. (laughs) Sell them for parts. (laughs) (laughs) Like a 1994 Honda Civic. And uh, if you, I'd say maybe if you have that second kid and the sequel's better than the original, then... I don't think anybody's gonna look too closely if you just if you just pawn that original off. Yeah. <laughs> and your your baby mama of the original, she'll understand. She got she gets it's it. She the needs money. the money. Yeah. 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 She 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 gets it. You don't love these other women. Yeah. It's all it's just business. Mm. It's just business. It's not personal. Strictly business. Yeah. <laughs> That's why when you're actually making the babies with these women, wear a suit and tie. Yeah. It's fully business. Yeah. Hand them your business card. What he means is a flight suit and a tie. <laughs> not a not a, a three-piece suit, a flight suit and a tie. Don't. You need to look like you're from Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> but And if they say no, don't worry about that. Do it anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't take no for an answer. But I, I don't know what the market value of a, a baby is, but I assume it's high. I'm sure. I assume it will pay the bills. So... That's my advice to you. Have more babies with other people. Sell those babies off in an effort to supply and support your baby. But hey, uh, Eric, you can run these ideas by uh, your girlfriend and uh, just kind of let us know what which one she thinks. Yeah, tell it. Email us back. Tell us what which option you're going to go with. Yeah, yeah. Who's to say you can't go with all the options? But yeah. I which mean, whatever you, yeah. whichever one you're going with. We know you're going to pick one at least. So yeah, let us discuss it. That that's another important pieces discussing it with your girlfriend mm-hmm. you know really yeah. go through all the options communication lay them out there listen if you can't support your family after hearing this eric it's on you man we've shown you the path it's on you to take it yeah that's right that's right but there you go eric tell us which one you which one you picked but anyway you have a hypothetical you want us to answer question will lead to our podcast at gmail need some advice same place we have a twitter nobody nobody is there i don't understand it if you listen tell your friends join the cult you can also leave comments on our yeah. Spotify. Well, I think apparently. We'll, yeah, well, I didn't know that apparently. Um, in our TikToks. We'll try in to our, read in our TikToks. We'll try yeah. to we'll try to read more comments and stuff that going on, but and we are proud that we can read. We try to flex that as much as we can. Yeah, we, yeah. we do. But uh, Binguez this episode. Yeah, Binguez this Binguez episode. It. Binguez the other 12? I think this is the 12th episode. Wow. wow. Yeah. Anyway, you want to be done? Yes, sir. Let's get it. Expect the detour. Thank you.